Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. Use AWS now to lower your business costs, become more agile, and for faster innovation. Apply now to get $1,000 free credits at hustleshare.com slash AWS. Also by TagCash. Spend, play, earn, and build a mobile wallet super app for your startup. Go now to hustleshare.com slash TagCash to apply and get your startup's mobile wallet. And... Caliber is the easiest, most convenient way to get hired. Caliber Tailor fits the perfect job for you based on your unique skills. Hire the best people for your company at www.caliber.com and use the promo code HUSTLESHARE. Caliber, where jobs find you. I always begin with a failure in mind because I've already failed a lot of times. So I now know that the only way to do this is to have a positive thinking, positive emotion, but your strategy is negative. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Bait Young. Welcome to episode 77 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster, and I'm your host. This episode is powered by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. 
We are a proud affiliate of the Podcast Network Asia, but before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this contains not safe for work language. So make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this. Because today we'll be having a veteran entrepreneur who's leading the fight to bounce back against COVID-19. And his name is Jason De La Rosa, the founder and creator of Bounce Back PH. But before we talk about how Jason created the biggest online community against COVID-19, we will go back to how Jason started, where he notched up a lot of wins and losses that solidified his concept and mindset towards entrepreneurship, which he compiled in his book called The Practical Entrepreneur. He's also going to talk about how he manages to do multiple businesses at the same time and how he stays productive in each of them. And stick around till the end because we will be doing a deep dive on how Bounce Back PH started and how you can get help within the group and what's up next in the next couple of weeks to help boost all the entrepreneurs and their businesses so that they can stay afloat in the aftermath of COVID-19. So if you're ready to learn the hustle behind Bounce Back PH, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. We are with the man that's been helping people, thousands of them now, for the past couple of weeks. And if you don't know, and if you're not part of this group, I don't know what, what you're doing because we're bored as fuck. You'll probably end up watching Teletubbies in the next couple of weeks, like I did. I watched Teletubbies. But let's welcome to, to, to Hustle Share, the man of the hour. Mr. Jason De La Rosa of Bounce Back PA. Right. Yeah. 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 I still got the whole audience even if I'm quarantined. Imagine that. Welcome to the show, Jason, my man. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Okay, before I get carried away, um, you've done an amazing job creating this group. Uh, but before we talk about the group and how how much work you and and everybody else in the in the in the whole, whole, whole ecosystem has already done? Um, I want to step back first and understand the man behind the the group, right? Because at the end of the day, you can't bounce back if you don't have a foundation, right? So you have to start up somewhere, and that's where I want to find out, right? Where did you start off and whatnot? But before we get carried away, Jason, what's your hustle? Oh, okay. So I've been a uh, entrepreneur uh, all of my adult life. Your so that's adult 20 life. Plus okay. years. Wow. Yeah, twenty plus years of hustle. Yep, there you go. <laughs> and again, shout out to you. I've seen it firsthand in BNI last year. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't. That didn't really pan out with me for one sole reason alone. I am not. A morning person. <laughs> so, <laughs> I tried, bro. I found, I, found I, I found out a bit too late. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, this is not going to work. I'm not going to. Yeah. So just for context, there's this uh, group that Jason headed before last year. It's called BNI, Business Network International, right? That you literally, um, uh, what's the proper network on a weekly basis to create a helping uh, giver's gain. So I still remember it. Giver's yeah. gain uh, environment to do that. Um, so you've been an entrepreneur, 
But let's yes. go all the way back because I know a secret that you rather not a lot of people probably don't know. But I need you to buckle up because we're gonna ride the hustle share time machine. There you go. We are back to your early days. I know a little secret about you, Mister Jason. Your bandmate in college used to be in this podcast himself. He is bald now. He used to have hair, and he told me, right, that you were supposed to be like the new side A before. <laughs> in the 90s. His name was John yeah, Aguilar. I still have the picture. <laughs> have the picture man. <laughs> uh, share, share that to me. I'm going to put that in the show. TBT. Yeah. But, um, okay, so, uh, Jason, how, what was your first hustles? Because John told me before that you know he just wanted to be you know, part of the band because he wanted he's doing it for the ladies. What was your early <laughs> hustles prior to you being an entrepreneur? Yeah, so I was a I was in a band with uh, John, and uh, you know we we played the uh, gigs and uh, we played in university variety shows, and we got a uh, recording contract with yes. uh, Dyna Records. I don't know if uh, the millennials still know that. I don't think they're. <laughs> they they're still like around. dinosaur to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, Dyna Records was the in record the label mm-hmm. back then so mm-hmm. we we started recording songs i i wrote songs as well wow. and uh we were in the dyna records calendar wow yeah <laughs> you were, were they were a tour away. yeah supposed to be but we didn't get to finish the album oh <laughs> well hey real quick um <laughs> did you have any prior hustles because uh, i always talk about this right uh music is a great example of how to form discipline early on in, in someone's life because you have to put in a lot of rep yeah. reps uh, you know but did other than music were you did you ever have an idea that you were going to be an entrepreneur growing up um, actually back in college I never submitted a single resume in wow. any job fair any company that's how much I believed that I was going to be an entrepreneur. Wow. That is amazing. What, 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 who, who implanted that? And how did you really decide early on that this is it? This is the path? Okay. So back in third year college, I started mm-hmm. my first sort of little venture. I, I'm, I'm also into art. So I, I drew a lot. Wow. So I created a, a character during math class, algebra wow. class, and I showed my seatmate, "Hey, what do you think of this character? It's this little giraffe thing, cute wow. giraffe thing." Wow. So she found it so cute. So I mm-hmm. said, "Okay, I'm gonna make greeting cards out of them." So my first venture was, I created draw drew uh, greeting cards and sold greeting cards. Wow. How did you sell them? And greeting cards in the 90s was still okay because internet wasn't, I mean, it's still a norm that people actually give cards to each yeah. other, right? Yes. So it was still yes. the perfect time. How did you even distribute that? Because, I mean, from, from, I mean, from being a student, you can only make so much if you're only going to sell to your classmates. Yeah. So first is I, I sold, well, I sold to my classmates and mm-hmm. family and friends. Okay, that's the first okay. one. But mm-hmm. as it was growing, uh, I went to the Ateneo Art Club mm-hmm. and I already outsourced all the drawings because I couldn't ah, draw anymore. 
got it. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll pay you like 300 bucks. Draw what? me a design for a, yeah, draw me a design. And that's a lot of, of money um, in the 90s. 300 bucks. You can already. You make me sound so old, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, my reference point is Mr. John Aguilar. So bl- blame that guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he came please. Like, okay, I know if they were bandmates, they must be probably at the same age. <laughs> Yeah. So, so 300 bucks okay make me a design and my big break came in when uh, I submitted the design to uh, Giftgate I don't, they don't exist anymore I yep, think. but that was a main so, thing back then there's a big one in Cubao in Super, Alimon yes. yeah, Sanrio yeah oh my god so Watch. yeah correct so all yeah. your, your stuff made it all the way to Giftgate as a college yes. student yes wow yes. And there were groups. There were groups using my uh, my design for their uh, stationaries. What was the name of the character? Pom pom. Pom pom. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, how yeah. long did you ride pom pom, and how popular did pom pom get? Uh, well, it it got pretty popular among the uh, my uh, of course my school my classmates and yeah. uh, gift gate. Yeah, didn't sell naman tremendously okay. good. Uh, but uh, hey. there was a time there was a time when I had to stop because I had like seventeen thousand cards left at home that I couldn't sell. Wow. <laughs> what did you do with that? So from that point we started third year. How long till till, till you graduated? Were you still doing pom pom? Um I stopped Right after when I graduated, I, I stopped doing that. Right? Got it. So, yeah, you're already decided. I want to be an entrepreneur. As a yes. fresh grad, what was it like? You know, you, you wanted to be an entrepreneur, but what was the landscape like as a fresh grad? So, a lot of former Athenians here say that um, they were very, there's a lot of, you know, uh, you're gung ho, sometimes a lot of too, too much bravado, and then sometimes, uh, somehow, some way, uh, life begins to humble them very early what was your what yeah. was it for you uh probably the same so i was uh i went into business at the uh somewhere between the dot-com boom and the dot, dot-com burst oh okay. wow so um so I, I i was one of the very few people who launched the first e-commerce platforms in the country wow what was it called it's called FilipinoGifts.com. Wow. Okay. And we were manually processing credit cards back then. There were manually. no gateways. How do you yeah, do so it? Wow. Isn't that a little scary? Because you get the whole uh, 12 digit, I don't know if there was 12 digits before, the CVC and whatever. How, how did you yeah, take care? Well, we had a credit card machine. Oh. So, <laughs> and, uh, we had to uh, punch in the number there once the order arrives. Mm-hmm. There were no such thing as uh, data privacy policies right. back then. But we had a 30% fraud uh, fraud rate. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that was okay because we were selling in US dollars because we were servicing the OFWs, buying gifts for Got people it. here. So Forex was on your side, technically. was on our side. Yeah. Until a few people from US saw us and came over, flew over and said, Hey, you want to use our gateway? One of the first gateways mm. 
ever develop payment gateways. And you so were the first. How, how was the traffic like back then? Because, you know, at the end of the day, if the, the OFW market was the market, marketing is going to be different. It's not as okay. easy as now where everything is technically social media, social media, social media. Yeah, your no, current, no social media. Correct. Your current partner now, again, thank God he's okay. So shout out to you, Sir Joji Azurin. Thank goodness you are okay now. But back then, he was the first guy who actually taught me anything about doing an internet business. He yeah. told me he was one of the first few guys that he that used Google AdWords uh, back then. Oh, to yeah. the point that Google even sent him a fridge <laughs> that had Google on it, right? Uh, <laughs> it was that old. <laughs> Google gives out fridges, okay? Uh, um, okay. How, for you, how did you acquire customers when social media and whatever marketing things you okay. have now does not exist. Yeah. So one way we did it was we contacted associations, Filipino associations in the U.S. Mm. and in other countries, and we shipped uh, coupons, physical wow. coupons. Yeah. So we, we emailed the uh, email was already available back, uh, back then. Mm. Okay. So we emailed the presidents of the associations. Okay. Uh, the search engine before was Yahoo. Yes. Um, and Alta Vista. Um, those were the search engines back then. Right. So we had to search for um, presidents of associations and email them and said, okay, we'll send you, how many members do you have? I'll send you 500 coupons, $3 off on all purchases. And you distribute uh-huh. it during your meetings. Yeah. And the so Philam community, mean. being the Filipinos yes. by heart that they are, of course, oh, check this out, oh, Joseph. You give this to Joseph yes. and he will get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? So, uh, so. It's the tita, so the it. mother of Jokoy. You sold too. Technically, wow, yeah. that's great. So when when the new thing came in, you said it humbled you too. How did it humble you? Oh well, uh, not uh, not all of my startups before you know uh, really lasted uh, long. Okay. Like like that that startup uh, mm-hmm. we had. I think the issue there was partner issues, so we had okay. to shut that down. Okay. Uh, but the traffic was so nice because we had we uh, if you remember Yehi.com, yeah, sort of the clone of Yahoo.com. It was the right. number one Philippine web uh, search engine back right. then. Uh, they used our engine as their e-commerce uh, platform. Wow! So we were getting really good traffic from them. Which eventually, again, Yehey, uh eventually sold websites when Donald Lin, Donald Lin came yes. in, right? Yes. Donald Lin also was here uh, during our anniversary episode um, cool, a couple cool. of weeks back. Yeah. So, okay, before we wrap up our first part, after this, you said uh, have, uh, you had a couple of businesses and whatnot. What's your mindset like now? You said, and there's a lot of, some wins, then some losses. Yeah. Um, how's... How's your mindset and how is your, your approach to doing business life? Because you also wrote a book, which we can talk about it later, being the practical entrepreneur. Yeah. Right? And you can't write a book if you don't know shit about business, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just you know, you can't copy-paste that shit. You can't have a yes, ghostwriter yeah. and have a fucking sensible book, right? Yes. I'm pretty sure that book is a culmination of your whole journey, right? Exactly. exactly. But yeah. after now having wins and losses and still being young, 
What was that approach now and what did you build next? Okay, so actually there are a lot of lessons in the book that, that I wrote there. But the, the, one of the key things, my mindset now has, has uh, one of the things that I always try to remember is I have this, uh, the, uh, this uh, concept called inversion thinking. I wrote it in the book. Okay. That uh, I always begin with a failure in mind because I've already failed a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So I now know that the only way to do this is to have a positive uh, thinking, positive emotion, but your strategy is negative, mm-hmm. which means you start with a failure in mind then you backplot all of the things you're going to do to reach that failure point, mm-hmm. and then you forward avoid. Okay. So it has helped me a lot. Um, it gets me closer and closer to success all the time by avoiding failures. Um, and, and it has worked out pretty well. Absolutely. And especially now, now it makes a lot more sense that yes. who, who is the best guy to lead this bounce back PH campaign than the guy who teaches us how to avoid failure or how to at yes. least bounce back and avert it. Worst case scenario. Worst exactly. case scenario. All the time. So Murphy's Law all the time and then you avoid the Murphy's Law from happening. Yes. And while you're avoiding those things, you're learning because if you if you hit a wall and you don't know what to do, it's gonna take you. It's either you're gonna try to pivot, or you're gonna try to start from zero, right? But if you know there's a wall there, you're gonna try to find a way around it. It's gonna take you longer, but at least you are gonna go around it, right? Absolutely. And that just to yeah. come back also from where I came, my my journey is pretty much the same. I was very stubborn at first, and then I failed, right, through Party File. I did that for eight yeah. years. And what helped me get, get Chatbot acquired was that I know where the, the walls are. And I know that, oh, there's a fucking pitfall. There you go. There you're going to go die yeah. in a gruesome death. I have a fuck-up playbook, <laughs> technically, of how to fuck up. <laughs> Right, because I've done it myself. I'm co-founders, hiring the wrong team, name it. I've probably done it already. That it was easier to avert if you know what those fuck ups would be like. So I totally agree. So inversion thinking. I didn't know that was basically what I was doing, but that was very awesome. Okay, now Jason, let's take our first break, and when we come back, I want to know now how you further uh, became a better entrepreneur, right, or a practical okay. entrepreneur. Uh, to be specific. All right. But let's talk about that more after the break. And we're back from the break. We're still with a practical entrepreneur uh, who is also uh, the main hustler behind Bounce Back PH. But before the break, we talked about how he was then able to push forward with a lot of failures and, and, and some wins. I'm pretty sure with that uh, mindset, Jason, you're able to hit jackpot somewhere. What was the yeah. first bigger jackpots you got? And what, what did you do in, in, in your entrepreneurial journey? Well, uh, my first jackpot was really when I pivoted from, uh, you know, I started a computer school way, way before, okay. uh, before the dot, dot com burst. Okay. I mean, the dot com uh, era. So okay. when I pivoted to um, into services like, Development, software development services, and web right. development services. I got my first account back then. It was really, really a big. It was 
1.7 million pesos. What? Um, yeah, for an account. Because... It's one client. Uh, I, one client. Just one client. And what did you build? And that, that was my first big win. Okay. Uh, that was my first big win for, uh, for just a website. And that, wow. that that was how we were we were pricing websites back then. Yeah, name it, name your price because nobody had any clue how yeah. much, it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were lucky. We were in the middle of the boom of dot com. Right. Yeah. Until it started going down, and you know, I, I reached about sixty people in my team. We were servicing Malaysia and Singapore clients. Wow. Already back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the time I was about 25, 26, I mm-hmm. had my first exit already. Oh my God. That is amazing. Yeah. So you sold the company. Yes. I, I sold, I sold my product, but kept my company. Ah, so the shoot. rights, the rights to my product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my and, first exit. And that product was? Uh, actually we developed the very first, um, mo- Texting platform, SMS platform. Ah, shit. That is amazing. Yeah. This is before Chica and them came in. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Now you know why he's the forefather of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, music career. He's better off as an entrepreneur. (laughs) But he does find time to still play. And that's one of my questions later. How the hell does this guy even do what he does? Because back then when I first met you already, you, you seem to always be chill and be always in fucking meetings and get a lot of things done and still have the time yeah. to even do it. But I, I'll talk about that later when we start the, the paying it forward. So after the exit, what did you do next? After the exit, I ran. So I, 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 was, uh, I was not doing much uh, that time. But then uh, an, idea, an, idea, an idea hit me. Okay. Um, so I started developing. I was I was a developer actually. But you were a dev. What yeah, were you coding on before? Well, I started with Visual Basic. Okay, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Dreamweaver. No, but, but, <laughs> right? Yeah. Then then there's Active Server Pages. That mm. it's Microsoft ASP. Wow. I did um, not know you were a dev before. My gosh. I was a dev. Wow. So I, I, my, my product after that was just me in my mm-hmm. room every day developing that product. That is and amazing. Yeah. So I, because when I create products, I make sure it's the first, and I make sure that I'm in a blue ocean, and yeah, I'm the only product out there. So I created the one of the first, uh, well, the first prepaid online nursing review program. Wow. And this is the nursing boom when everybody yes, wanted to be boom. yeah, yes. everybody wanted nursing to be a nurse boom. and now they're uh, helping boom. us find the covid. Uh, I mean fi- yes. fight the covid, not find fight the covid yeah. frontliner. Yeah. Frontliner. So you help these guys cuz I remember the likes of the Carl Balitas and whatnot. They were everywhere yeah. in the university Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. So you did it online. Yes, and th- they were my content providers. And all wow. I did was um, um, partnered with. Are you familiar with Netopia? Yep. The Netopia was my only chain. distributor. Yeah, they were my only distributor of the prepaid cards. So I had my wow. poster in every Netopia store. You can review your nursing board exams here. Mm-hmm. Buy a 500 peso, 300 peso prepaid card, scratch mm-hmm. it, 
load it in the computer, and you uh -huh. can now do simulated exams. And it will give you the answers, give you the, the rationality of the answers and everything. Wow. So basically, this is pre-mobile era, right? Nursing boom around mid-2000s, where yes. internet shops were the king of how internet yes. was being consumed. Because that's where they play yes. Ragnarok, they play they study, and whatever, whatever. Right or you yes. know watch porn if you're if you're that type of guy right but <laughs> yeah. but this is amazing so I assume this is also the time where scratch cards were a norm if how you consumed uh, data back then at home went through ISP Bonanza and all these yeah yes. wow yes. So, so I have a question so I went through the yeah um how do you spot opportunities you say you always want to be in a blue ocean I I try to also uh, do that. Party file was a first of its kind. Chatbot yeah. was the first chatbot opportunity. Again, I was lucky I yeah. was able to sell it. Podcast Network Asia was doing it the right way, at least. And again, it's easy to penetrate. But for you to spot a blue ocean, what do you look for for you to kill it? Because there's a lot of opportunities, but how do you know it's a real ocean or it's just a little pond, right? That nobody actually can make money on. What's your what's your MO? Well, I'm a kind of guy because say that do first and talk about it later. So I'm that kind of guy. Shoot first, <laughs> aim later. <laughs> yes, shoot first and aim later. Okay, that's that's what I, that's what I did with most of my startups. Okay, mm -hmm. but in terms of innovation, well, um, I have. I mean, it's really in me that I, I I really think about stuff. I mean, every minute, every day, I think about stuff and how to solve uh, particular problems, and it has to be cool. Also, and it has to, you know, solve major pain points. But innovation is really about, you know, connecting two things to make a new thing, or removing something from something in order to make to to service a new uh, industry or something. Mm -hmm. So that's how I do it. Like for in the case of um, Harana.ph, I put up Harana.ph after that was you. Yes. What? That was so ingenious to have Luke Miharis going yes, to you yes. and singing you, you know. Uh, yes. The, 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 that, again, you'll be the most foggy guy in the world. Yes. You can sing for shit, but you have Luke Miharis and you're going to pop the question. It's a yes for sure. Right? Yes. So what I did was I married the traditional harana with singing telegram of the U.S. Wow. So I merged the two. So it turned into harana.ph. But before it, we even had a website. I called uh, that other guy from South Border, see, uh, no, the other singer from uh, no, see Vince Alaraz. Oh, Vince, yeah, Vince the, the bald guy. Yeah, yeah. The bald guy. So Vince Alaraz, we, we did our first harana. It was very successful. Okay, quickly do the website, guys. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you already knew how to make a site, so it was easy. Yeah. Right. So wow. that's that's how you innovate stuff. You, you you marry two things together, service a market that's you know that's new. So that's, that's okay. how I usually do it. Now let's let's get into something that I now knew you from because when I first heard about you, my mentor Joji Azurin again. Shout out to you. I hope you're listening to this now. You're you're better. Oh my goodness, uh, that was I was telling Miggy, um, his sons, like, dude, I don't pray as much. Okay. 
but I fucking said a couple of prayers for Sir Georgie because <laughs> this guy has a lot of things to do. He needs to fucking guest on my podcast first. He was supposed to be my first one. Till now, I haven't interviewed him yet. There's almost a hundred people now. <laughs> but okay, how did I knew you? And he told me about you that you were really good at telemedicine, right? Mm. That's yeah. when when that's what he introduced me to you. But was there any um, anything that you did before the telemedicine? Because you did harana, you did all these other things. But how did you get into the telemedicine uh, business? Uh, telemedicine business. Uh, if I remember it correctly, well, we, we, it was just uh, actually something that um, was some, some people approached me and told me that, hey, um, I'm selling this insurance and uh, wouldn't it be great if we could uh, talk to the person first, assess the person mm-hmm. before we, we give the proposal, the insurance, okay. so we know what, what's the premium to give. So I came up with the idea of uh, telemedicine. With the mm-hmm. platform, so I just quickly created the platform and got the people involved, the nurses and the doctors, and that's it. That was it. Right, that is amazing. But how was the reception like? Because again, now it's more of a norm, and it's 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 just a sudden shock that everything is online. That all no. of a sudden telemedicine is normal because of this COVID thing. But back then, this had a hard time getting traction. Uh, because people wanted to stick to their habits and how they did yes. their, their 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 own thing. Again, the other thing with with medicine too is you really can't advertise. So a lot of how you discover a doctor from is based on referrals, you. right? Yeah. So how did you get enough traction at first, and what was the early challenges you that you had? Well, I didn't get traction. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So it was, um, you know, you get a little, you get a little traction here and there, you know, but not enough to. Mm-hmm. That was the time when uh, um, Georgie approached me. Mm. So that was, he, he introduced me to MedicServe during and that just, time. And yeah. two very celebrated and experienced co-founders working together that's that's going to be magic for sure right but when you when you started doing telemedicine right i'm pretty sure this wasn't the only thing you were doing because this is where i found uh you now doing bni at that point when i first met, met when i met you a couple of years ago how many things were you doing and how were you even able to dedicate enough time to become successful at each? Uh, probably at that time, I was doing three, four things at the wow. same time. Yeah, and the, the way I manage it, because I, one time, it's also in, I wrote it in my book. I, I, I heard this lesson on uh, the rocks and the pebbles and that's that's how... That's how I um, decided to rearrange everything in my life. Because as you were saying, life uh, time is really the most important resource, right? Right. Because that's you can only buy time with more time. You can't buy right. it with money. You can buy it with anything else. And it's the same for everybody else. We only have 24 hours for everyone. Exactly. And, exactly. and how you use it, that's up to you, right? Right. Uh, so the rocks and the pebbles, if 
it, it's quite a popular uh, thing. Um, so basically, you put how do you fit all the rocks and the pebbles together in one jar, right? Mm-hmm. So you put you get a jar. If you put the pebbles first and try to put in the rocks, most probably you won't be able to fit in all the rocks, right? Correct. Because because the pebbles are so densely, I mean, together, yeah. they're all together. But if you put the rocks first, then pour in the pebbles, then most likely you'll be able to fill the jar with both the rocks and the pebbles, right? Got it. So the, with, the rocks signify uh, the more important things in your life, the one that brings value into your life. You put that first. And then the pebbles, that's the rest of the things that you have to do. You pour it in. Uh, when, when, when you talk about it in terms of a schedule, uh, you block out certain times of the day already to things that give value or drive results. So just two things, value and results. If these two are not present, then you throw it away. Right? It. It's not a rock, neither a pebble. Right? Yes. It's throw it plastic. away. It's a plastic cut up. Plastic. <laughs> yeah, it's a plastic. You throw it away. So the one that gives you value, that's what you put first. Because at the end of the day, when you're tired, you go home, you still do that thing that brings you value. You still feel okay, even if you don't accomplish much, right? Correct. Okay. So let's say I, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, it's my playtime with my son, for example. I block it off in my schedule. If somebody asks me for a meeting, say I'll say, sorry, but... Can this be done through email? If mm. not, can we reschedule? And every single time when there's a meet, there's a schedule for a meeting, I always ask, can be this be done through email or can this be done through a mobile? A Absolutely. I, I prefer, yeah. So I prefer email because there's a documentation. Mm. Right. But a call, and, you know, it's your word against mine. <laughs> no, correct. And and that's very true because this is where a lot of people kind of re- complain about, like, ah, this shit could have been an email. But yes. if you just ask it straight up, like, yo, can this be an email, right? Yes. Then you would have already saved your time from going to a place, talking for 10 fucking minutes, and go back, right? And waste exactly. your, your, uh, an hour or two trying to travel in between. That and you know, how coffee, you know how coffee sessions are, right? It's like 20% business and 80% how have you been? What's what are you doing? I mean, yes. That's how it is here, right? Right. <laughs> Correct. You know, um, especially, yeah, and then you can't really cut through the meat. You have to do it, right? Because yeah. if not, then you'll be perceived that as rude. And especially in a country like the Philippines or in Asia, at least, a lot of those intangibles and a lot of those, you know, um, body language in betweens that are nonverbal. Is very important in closing the business as well. Yes, yes. All right. Now, Jason, I want to uh, pay it forward uh, in a bit. But let, we have to take our last break. And when we come back, now let's talk about your new baby, which is now a full-time technically a business. I'm pretty sure you don't make money out of this. But it fills the heart. <laughs> this is yes. another rock for sure. Well, let's talk about yes. Bounce Back PH when we do come back. Yes. But let's talk about that more after the break. And we're back from the break. We're still with the guy behind Back PH and also the practical entrepreneur, Mr. Jason De La Rosa. Okay, so Jason, uh, before we talk about Bounce Back PH real quick, 
right? Uh, I want to know one thing that you're very, very, you're savvy and smooth about this. I don't even know how you, and you're consistent. Networking, right? I've seen you at the apex of networking in fucking BNI, right? <laughs> how do you even get it done where you find time and you're still even killed and you don't look like you, you've fallen off and whatnot? It's just hard. And how do you nurture relationships that actually, you know, reciprocate value? Well, um, you know, when I was like in my 20s, um, I, I had a tycoon sitting on my table with, with me on, in the dinner, uh, lunch table in, a, in an event. And um, he had crutches because he had an accident. Oh, wow. And me, because I saw an opportunity to talk to him. He had to go to the bathroom, so I asked him, can I assist you to go mm-hmm. to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I walked with him to the CR, mm-hmm. to the restroom, and then, you know, I just in case he falls over, what, somebody is there, right? Okay. So while he was doing his thing... Hopefully the, you weren't watching. That was... That was no, really I was not watching. <laughs> I, I, I asked him, you know, what, what can you advise a guy like me starting out? you know, in entrepreneurship. And he said, um, you know, there's just just one thing that you need to remember in business. And if you have this, everything else will follow. He said, it's reputation. He said, if you take care of your reputation, people will buy from you. People will work with you. If you make a mistake, people will forgive you. If you, um, you know, if you tell them to, to do something, they will do it, right? So it starts from having a good reputation. And as an entrepreneur, that's what you always have to build. And how do you build reputation? There are a lot of ways to build it. It always starts with integrity, honesty, it, uh, being real with people, uh, doing things uh, when, you, when you say, let your yes means yes, let your no mean no, right? So if you build a reputation, you can build a network very, very fast. Mm, that because is in, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because in BNI, I was the um, I was the founding president of the chapter in Quezon mm. City. I was also the one with the highest number of visitors. Yeah, like, and you also pull in, dude. You were a networking machine. You were like half of the half of the room was your your connects. Like, how the hell did this guy even do it? <laughs> And then I see you at night, you're still posting or you're, you're either posting what you're eating or you're posting your date with your wife or jamming with yourself. How the hell does this guy yeah. do it? It's so great. It's my rocks, man. It's my rocks. Mm-hmm. So you have to have your rocks. So That's everything correct. else is just pebbles. Yeah. Correct. Now, in terms of how you then connect the dots and whatnot, right? So you said you have your rocks, you have your reputation, but is there a deliberate way of how you wanted your reputation to be like because okay you can always say integrity or you know honesty and your yes being a yes but i'm pretty sure you put your own flavor to it like if if i would share my the whole reputation like i'm i'm not the most prim and proper guy i'm always like oh that guy talks loud and whatnot but i wanted to be that known that yo I've, i i wanted to be a hustler if ron yeah. is going to be mentioned Hustler is hustle is synonymous to me, and I'm gonna keep it real with you. For you, what yeah. was the, what was that reputation that you you built for you? 
Uh, first, I think it's uh, innovation, uh, innovator, because um, I always, um, I, I've been known to develop new things all the time and not just think about it, but actually do it because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an actual executor. I, I, I build okay. and I do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what Richard Branson said, like, right? Screw it. Let's do it. <laughs> that's yes, his favorite yeah. <laughs> Yep. That's so, why he screw has it. Let's do it. Correct. Yeah. So I'm, I'm also known to, to, to execute. So if just like what I did with Bounce Back, mm -hmm. I think it's always the, the first push that you do and everything else will follow. The inertia, the first, the zero to one moment, right? Zero to one moment. The one inch punch. Correct. There, wow, you know that yeah. little Jason. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at that. Uh, Bruce yeah. Lee in the house right there. Bruce Lee, yeah. Okay. Now, let's say you already mentioned bounce back. Okay. Um, yeah. Anybody could have done this. Yes. But I don't think this would grow as, as, as we speak at the moment. We are literally recording this like a, a few days before this is launched. How many people are in the group? And why the hell did you quote this group? Because again, anybody could have done this, but it won't have the same effect of virality spreading like wildfire. And a lot of people actually put in where their work where their mouth is now. So amazing. How did you put up Wellness Track PH? And what was your thought when you created this? Um, I, I created this uh, March 12th. And uh, it's, it was the time when the quarantine was starting. Mm. And I wanted to to put together a group of people, a think tank, mm. and to help us create solutions for for this crisis for entrepreneurs, mm. for fellow entrepreneurs. But as I was building it, um, people started coming in. Mm. So I, I I don't I don't know exactly why. Okay, mm -hmm. right now in in three weeks we we grew to almost nineteen thousand. Nineteen thousand. Yeah. Yes. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And this, is a and this is a private group. If it was yeah. a public group, I think we'll be like fifty thousand already. Exactly. Because we we filter the members right now. We mm. filter the post, and we don't make any post public. You cannot share the post in, inside Bounce Back. Mm -hmm. uh, so nineteen thousand is really a big thing for three weeks. In three weeks, wow. we're able to do that. Um, and when we were reaching about a, a thousand people, people were start, starting to message me. Wow, this is a great thing you're doing. Uh, do you need help here? Do you need help here? And people started. And, and I think what started it all was when I helped the first, when I created the first frontliner campaign in Bounce Back. Mm -hmm. And I think people saw that the honesty and the, um, you know the the, the truthfulness mm -hmm. and, you and know, the ability to execute as well. Like you really to execute mm -hmm. and transparency. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and transparency and people from you know um, top entrepreneurs were contacting me, joining, mm -hmm. and uh, RJ Ledesma so, all over the place. It's like every yeah. day I I see RJ's face on the live feed somewhere. Right. Well, RJ was very kind enough to. Mm -hmm approach me and say, hey, hey, dude, you need help already yeah. um, moderating this because it's mm -hmm. growing like crazy. So, so I go, yes, I need help. Oh, because, uh, yeah. 
And he also comes in with a lot of clout because people respect him for being always that, that yes. moderator and being a serial entrepreneur for Mercato and Go Negocio. That puts a stamp of approval that, okay, if RJ's here, he, every, the horde that, that's behind him will just follow, right? Yeah. And, and, my, and I, I brought in my, you know, my, I, I have a lot of readers already of my book. So, so, so I had the following also that mm-hmm. you know helped me out with bounce back as well. So, mm-hmm. a lot of factors, but right now the, the the group is just building it on its own. I mean, they're help, they're building it. it. But what, I'm, I'm pretty just, sure this is the, the 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 with size comes challenges, right? So yes. far, what are the biggest challenges that we have here? Because the fight's not over. We're just, yeah, we haven't flattened definitely. the curve. If you think we've yeah. flattened the curve, no, right? We're also, again, at odds with, you know, the, the, the let's just call it a spade. The government is, is sending mixed signals sometimes, and it's very confusing. So it's up for us, the citizens, to really bridge that gap, right? But what are the biggest challenges that you have uh, in making this uh, momentum go on? Well, uh, number one, because of the sheer volume we're getting, posts, messages, uh, cry for help, we quickly had to organize because we couldn't manage it. I mean, you, you know, when groups get big, you see a lot of scammers, you see a lot of, mm. you know, people who want to take advantage of the situation, of the, yeah. of the growth. You know, people who are kind and generous at this time, you'll take advantage of them, right? Correct. So our challenge was to quickly organize it so that you know it won't be messy. It's uh, organized now. We have we have task. We have a task force. We have teams. Oh, like wow. we have a logistics team, donations team, communications team. We wow! Put that yes. How many people are behind uh, it now? At least the admin side of things that that are they're with uh, you. Probably 25, 30 people. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. All volunteers. All volunteers, yeah. Because it's so, right. I mean, with, with bounce back, it's not just, you know, stopping COVID as, as it tracks. There's a bigger fucking problem that we have here. COVID yes. is just the start. But mm-hmm. after all this dust settles, everybody's, everything is a wreck business-wise. And that's where I want to talk about it now. Yes. You're a practical entrepreneur. You've always seen the worst-case scenario. What is the worst case scenario? I mean, this has been discussed in so many fucking live feeds already, depending on the fucking industry, right? Yeah. But it's the same everywhere. We're fucked. We are yes. fucked, fucked, right? What, okay. what's, what's our scenario on how to properly bounce back? Or what's our first few steps in order to pick up the pieces? Okay. So this, this is a very good question because we're right now we're all meeting together to develop a framework practical framework for everyone and uh, we've been thinking about so many ideas but the main idea here is um, of course you know I talked about the worst case scenario right so the first thing the mindset that an entrepreneur have have to have is okay this is the reality I am in business will never be the same for me so I have to have that mindset first worst Mm -hmm. case I cannot say Oh, this will be over soon, and you know, I'll go back to my. No. So no. you can't let that happen. No. So once you have that mindset, the first thing you have to do is break up your actions into short term, mid term, and not long term. Don't think long term because nobody knows what's gonna happen long term. Exactly. Okay? 
So we we in my book I also talk about quick wins. So the quick win is make sure in the short term is you take care of yourself first before you take care of your business. Because without you, if you fall, there's no business to talk about, right? Exactly. So in the short term, you first say, okay, how much cash flow or cash do I need in order for me to survive three months, six months, one year, okay? And I try to find a way how to fill that need in the okay. short term. Okay? okay. So one is, do I have unnecessary assets that I can liquidate? That's one. Okay. okay? Number two is, do, can I get a family loan in order to tie me over while I'm thinking of the next thing that I'm going to do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Third is, there has to be a way for me to work with my fellow entrepreneurs, whether in the same industry or not, to work together so that we bounce back together. Okay. We were talking about, we were thinking about a, a uh, framework wherein there's always a, going to be a big brother and a small brother in a group. Mm. The big brother is the one with money that, you know, two years worth of money in the bank, three years yeah. worth of money. Yes, experience. Small brother is going to die in a month or two. Right. So there has to be a collaboration between them because you cannot get money from the government, right? Or it's going to take too long, for example. Nope. So you need the private sector to pour cash into the industry to circulate money, right? So it can be in the form of a loan from the big brother to the small brother because small Mm -hmm. brother has a lot of assets that he can collateralize or equity, right? Correct. So right now, the small brother has cheap equity (laughs) Mm. because of the crisis, right? Mm So but big he's, brother, he's on a survival mode, right? Survival mode, right. right? So big brother or big enterprise will now help small brother. Uh, but that, yeah. collateralized, collateralized assets or collateralized um, uh, equity. Okay. So but, that it's secured, yeah. But how do we make sure it's not predatory? Because, I mean, I mean it's but it's not predatory, predatory you mean, right? Yeah. Because... I mean, yeah, it's opportunistic that, okay, so from a big, small, say I'm a small brother, you're the big brother, I need your resources for me to survive. I have no choice. Either I get a whatever loan that's going to keep the lights on yeah. or I take your offer. But if I do take your offer, I, want, I don't want to sell my soul forever where I'm yeah. going to regret it down the road. How do we make yes. sure that the etiquette or the value stay the same where I'm able to really put back on my feet, pay you back, and not sell my soul, sell my soul for the future. Okay, so the, the re, that's the reason why I use the word brother yeah. instead of you know big company, small company. Mm-hmm. Um, in this type of crisis, we need not just business principles, but things like empathy, compassion, and you know uh, spirituality. It's it's a whole new different world. We were caught flat-footed. Everyone. We didn't know what yeah. to do. No one's an expert now, no. you know. So what I saw in Bounce Back is, I'm sure there are a lot of opportunistic people there. I mean, businessmen, right? Mm-hmm. But they're the ones now trying to help, you know, other businessmen right now. Correct. Because this crisis has changed people, mm-hmm. you know, to have compassion. 
correct with other people and right mm-hmm. now i'm helping competitors i mean in the food business when before the crisis people were killing each other yeah now we're sharing information where we're developing frameworks together in order to help each other mm-hmm. grow the industry again right correct. because if there's no industry there's, there's no, no competition. What are you going to talk <laughs> there's about? There's no competition. <laughs> yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So it takes a lot of uh, compassion to, to make this work. So, All right. Now, if I'm a small brother or a big brother and I want to get involved, how can I – I mean, you're already making the framework as we speak. And yes. by, this, by the time this, this comes out, I'm pretty sure it's still – I can still participate in whatnot uh, – into that, how do they join into these conversations or at least contribute? Okay, so today, today and tomorrow, we just finished today the con- uh, bounce back conversations. Seventy mm-hmm. people from all industries did a focus group discussion online. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then tomorrow another seventy people. You know, these are doctors, engineers, businessmen, yeah. franchisees, and other food business. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will summarize it. After summary, we will analyze it. Mm-hmm. This will be the basis of our framework. Gotcha. And uh, after the framework, we've already we already have a form wherein we sign up people. Mm-hmm. And two of the fields is what help do you need and what help can you give. Gotcha. And that's where we will match. Okay, that's where we will match entrepreneurs. This is like BNI. Givers gain, bro. This is exactly yeah. Right. <laughs> this, yeah. right? So yeah, you give definitely. first. You give first before you even yeah. take. Because yes. if you cannot give something, why will you take? Right? It does not yeah, make sense. Exactly. Regardless if it's a service, if it's whatever, it doesn't have to be monetary in value. But there's exactly. got to be value exchange at, 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 at one point, right? Yeah, like for example, today I ordered uh, food from Mercato Central when RJ... Uh, RJ launches a delivery for Mercato because mm. you, you can't run a Mercato with, with this crisis. So right. I, I said, I will order because you have to spark the first transaction to mm-hmm. take a ripple effect. Okay. One of the concepts I'm thinking of is rotation buying. I mean, to help a, a group of big brothers and small brothers. I mean, we all got to eat, right? Of course. So if you do a rotation buying from each other, helping mm-hmm. each other, purchase your food, purchase right. your services and everything, then you'll create, I mean, it's not going to make a, a big impact right away. Yeah, but there's but cash flow at least. There's Correct. movement. There's a flow, exactly. yes. Rather than, because yeah. most of us now are thinking, I don't know, again, most, most companies probably have a buffer of a, a, a payday or two. After that, we're yeah. fucked, right? And, yeah. and, yeah. People, and if, if you're an employee listening to this, the most stressed people at the moment, aside from, of course, we can't be more stressed than those people who are victims of COVID or in the frontliners, are the people that are get write checks for payroll. We are in in unprecedented times thinking about how the fuck are we gonna survive? You know, and before we you plan a whole twelve months and you know you're gonna be okay. We are now thinking, hey, are we gonna make it out of Q two? Are we gonna make it out of Q three? And yes, December yes, seems so far away. It's never felt so far away like, yeah. it's like this. It's you a whole right. dogfight. I, I, yeah, I, I, I uh, posted a survey on Bounce Back and 70% said 
says they only have one month left or of survival. Exactly. That's 70%. That's a lot of yes. SMEs. If those so, businesses die, a lot of thousands and thousands of jobs will be gone. A lot of companies. So we need to figure out a way to contribute. Now, Jason, we I have to... have to figure it out. Exactly. So in terms of tips... I mean, we can talk about the tips. And again, RJ's already done that. So if you just go to Bounce Back PH, there's, there's always a live feed always at this, this, there. But let's sum it up to like top three tips. If you're a business owner and you're listening to this and you're in that same boat, you only have one month of runway. What are the first three things we should do to make sure to keep the lights on aside from joining the big brother, small brother movement? What are the first things that uh, we should do? And of course, not panic as one. But beyond that, uh, what are the first few things that we should be doing now? Okay, I think number one should be um, cash. So meditate on your cash position, cash flow, and okay. get a way to get cash in immediately. Mm -hmm. So that is the way to not burden you too much is not to think long term at all. Okay. okay? Think about the next three months and say, okay. how am I going to get cash for me to survive? So what is my burn rate? That's the first thing you have to think of. Okay. My personal burn rate, is it 100000 a month? Is it 50000 a month? Mm -hmm. So for three months, if it's 50000 a month, three months is 150 k okay. So I have to get 150 k whether alone. Do I sell my car? Do I sell my electric guitar, do I sell whatever, mm -hmm. unnecessary assets. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you're talking about liquid uh, asset liquidation already. Okay. So that's one. Uh, number two is simplify your lifestyle already. Start mm -hmm. thinking about um, minimalizing because this is going to be long-term crisis. Uh, and the best way to endure a crisis is if you don't have too many ones because you already have needs, <laughs> right? So you have to totally remove uh, your wants already. Mm -hmm. uh, meditate on that, right? Mm -hmm. And number three is, of course, focus on uh, your learning at this mm -hmm. time. Um, you have to work with mentors. I, I believe that bounce back, even if not earning anything, but yeah. the network I'm building Oh my it's God! Really, really Twenty thousand people as we speak at the moment. By this time, it would have yes. doubled already, right? Yes. So you you start to uh, think about ways now how to um, change your business in such a way. Like for me, my book will now become an ebook, right? Okay. Uh, musicians, I, I I partnered with uh, a music musicians helping musicians organization wow. because the gig earners gig Good. earners are already oh. you know zero. anything that requires human participation in 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 in, in a big mass is gone events yes. everything right yeah and i talked to two of them last night and really really sad one of them is a cancer patient stage oh 3 God. really need help and he, she was relying on her uh, gigs at night to pay for her medicine and it's just Shit. pain medicine not wow. not even the operation, right? So I, you know, bounce back, help them out, mm -hmm. um, because I want to also focus on the little people, uh, not just frontliners, but yeah, also yeah. people with family, right? right. Mm -hmm. And the, so we started this thing. I mean, the, the group started this thing 
online guitar lessons and online uh, wow. keyboard lessons just mm-hmm. so that they could earn without having to go to a gig, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So it can be a form of donation, but at the same time, when you're not doing anything at home, you can learn how to play an instrument, right? Exactly. Okay. So and you can still help out the instructor and make it. You can help out the instructor. So that's how you change. On the side of the musician, that's now how you change your business model since you know you cannot do this anymore because of right. the constraints of the crisis. There's, what can gonna, you do with digital? What correct. can you do with digital, right? Yeah. For, for us, I'm just going to plug. Um, in Chatbot PH, it's probably, Chatbots are probably one of the easiest ways for you to at least create a digital transformation within social media and have a semblance of an yes. application with it. I'm already putting it out. If anybody needs anything, just message us at hello at chatbot.ph and we'll be able to help you out. It's not about money right now. It's about are yeah. you going to be alive by the end of the year? That's the biggest milestone, right? If you're still alive if at the end of the alive, year, we'll be alive. yeah, right? So <laughs> survival is the key. If, if you yes. can stay afloat, if you can th- all all of the planning, all the milestones you hit prior to the lockdown is out the window. So it's yes. very short term. Yes. Stay alive, have a pulse. That's the most important. Don't flatline. Yes. Right? Yes. And then stick together. That's why bounce back pH is there. Absolutely. Stick together, think together. That's it. Yeah. And I hate to say it, the worst is yet to come. You know, this is just the, the this is just the beginning because when the dominoes yeah. start to fall. And businesses, I mean, un- unfortunately, let's just call it a spade a spade. Not everyone's going to make it. And all those people that, that's going to lose their jobs, they need help. And this is the most important group that I know now in, in, in Facebook of how we can at least help each other and help, help a hand. And, you know, um, most of us, it's really the Bayanihan. The real Bayanihan happens in this group. So yes. big shout out to you. Okay. This now, is Jason. The hardest. Yes. Okay, um, if, if you're going to have a short message uh, for everyone that's listening that, that wants to, okay, everybody's either panicking, sad, or whatnot, what's your message for everybody uh, through this crisis and how do they bounce back? Okay, so a crisis is, um, you know, it, if you look at the crisis, it's the same as your company having a, your own crisis a company you have to think strategically how to how to get out of it but uh, the difference now here is we're all working together we are all have the same problem right now and sometimes the bigger you are the even big the bigger you fall right the, the advantage of being an SME is you're agile and you can actually move quicker Correct. so my message is Use bounce back pH as much as you can. Maximize the, the group um, in order to help people and for you to seek help as well. Okay. There are a lot of resources there and you have to be honest that you need help. You have to be honest that uh, you can help, okay? So that we can make solutions and we need more volunteers in bounce back pH in order to make an impact uh, to help fight this crisis. And I want everyone to know that we have right now almost 20,000 people behind you, behind wow. the frontliners, mm-hmm. behind all the entrepreneurs. We're all thinking every single day. You know, uh, when the morning I wake up, it's bounce back. When I sleep, 
it still bounces back, and mm-hmm. everyone's doing the same thing, uh, thinking of ways to help out. And right. so don't worry, but focus on uh, your spirituality, meditate. Um, it's it's the only way you can endure this is to pray and mm-hmm. to meditate. So you have endurance, but we'll think of something for everyone to rebuild. So right. that's it. No, this so, is an unprecedented time. I mean, it reveals also the character of how much people are willing to give a helping hand. Together, we're gonna. I mean, it sounds cliche because everybody every year people talk about, "Hey, let's do this together." But this is the fruition of that, and everybody will rise as one. Again, Jason, thank you very much for having the time. Thank you, thank you. But before I let you go, um, what would if they want to learn more? I mean, you have a book, and if they want to. Uh, get that book and whatnot. What do they okay. do and how do they do that? Uh, I have a Facebook page. It's it's you just type in the practical entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. you just go to that page. You can message me there. Mm-hmm. We're coming up with an ebook very soon that includes coaching, mentorship, mm-hmm. um, and you know uh, e-learning about the topics of the book. So you can just contact me there. The practical entrepreneur. Yeah. You see practical. my photo there. <laughs> Okay, now if they want to reach out and again be participate in Bounce Back PH in whatever form or fashion, how do they do that? They just go to the Bounce Back PH official group. Mm-hmm. No, it's not the page, it's a group. So you click join, will mm-hmm. the moderators will accept or approve if you're not a scammer or if you're if you have <laughs> good intentions, they will approve you. you. Yeah. <laughs> they will approve it's a private group so that we we keep the integrity of the group and the quality. And so just message any just just post there and then we will get your message. And when they do post they need to use this hashtag, right? What is this hashtag that they need to post at the front at the very start? Okay. So it depends if they're 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 asking for help uh, or you just say ask bounce back, hashtag mm-hmm. ask bounce back. Okay. Then if you 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 you're giving help, it's hashtag help bounce back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if it's for business and SMEs, it's bounce back for business. A hashtag yeah. bounce back for business. Again, Jason, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah. But before I let thank you go, you, again, you. follow us in whatever podcast app you're listening on, the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatnot. If you're pound, uh, if you're pound, uh, Part of Bounce Back PH. Help us out too. We're part of Bounce Back PH too. Hustle share. We were trying to pay it forward again, just like my mentor, Sarah Georgie. And if we did say some jargon, just go to hustleshare.com for the show notes. And we also have a little bit of a community called Hustle Share Community where we discuss who we're going to have on the show so you can also get involved in who you want to have and what questions you want to ask. And lastly, don't forget to message us in our Hustle Share chatbot at m.me slash hustle share powered by chatbot again jason thank you very much and thank i you hope you stay thank safe you very much. and i'll see you guys in the next episode peace Hey Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter 
Order has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named Fintech of the Year at last year's Philippine Fintech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. 